unpopular opinions. I really love those kind of statements where everyone has differing opinions, which is why I'm choosing this topic for my episode today. I'm Pratna and you're listening to Rebel with a Purpose. Today I've invited Sanjit Rao, a dear friend of mine, to talk with me about these topics. Hi Sanjit, how are you? I'm doing well, Pratna. How are you? I'm good too. Today is a very different kind of episode that we're doing, which is we're talking about controversial statements, which is something I've never done before. So I'm really excited. So let's get started. I'm going to start with the first statement. Are you ready? Yes. Dark humor is offensive. If you have a dark humor, which is in the sense of being racist, sexist, or homophobic, you must be a close-minded person. Right. That's an interesting question to start off with. So I, I, I do believe that to a certain extent, dark humor is offensive, but there are certain caveats that uh, that have to be applied over here. So First of all, I think when it comes to comedy and humor in general, there is a very important principle to keep in mind, which is uh, whether your joke or whatever your humorous content is, whether it punches up or it punches down. Now, the second you are punching up, you're punching up in the sense that you're targeting someone or a, a group of people who have more privilege than you, who are in, in, in a societal structure um, more privileged than you, I feel like that that's all right. But the second you're punching down and making fun of those people who have who are not as privileged as you, who have lesser power than you, I feel like that is quite offensive because the point of humor is to never pull someone down. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like sometimes also humor is used as a coping mechanism for a lot of people. So as long as it's helpful for the person and not harmful to anyone else, like as long as no one takes offense, I think it's okay. But I feel like once someone like brings it up or brings it to your notice that it's been offensive, then I think like that's a point where you draw that boundary and kind of like don't engage in that kind of humor with that particular person or in certain situations where, you know, it could be a sensitive topic. Yeah. Okay, second question. Money can buy happiness. Money is the root of all evil. So let's just break that into two. Okay, so let's just do money can buy happiness right now. Well, I, I, I do believe that money can buy happiness because in today's world where uh, almost anything and everything costs some amount of money, uh, the only way that you can buy, uh, the only way you can enjoy your life, the only way that you can do things that bring happiness to an individual in whatever form is uh, through some sort of payment, which is which is money. Because, I mean, think about it in different ways. If you um, are probably sick and you want to bring about some pain relief or you, you want to get uh, a broken bone treated, you have to go to a hospital. Uh, hospitals cost money. Uh, it's going to bring you happiness if you can walk again. Uh, if you want to... Um, if you want to unwind for a couple of days by the beach, uh, even if it's not at a very fancy hotel or resort or wherever you go on a holiday, uh, it does require some amount of money. And without money, I believe that we we would be uh, quite unhappy because even if we discard the luxuries from life to just ensure we get three square meals a day, we have a roof over our head and clothes to wear, which I think are the bare uh, means of subsistence. And you, you, you do require money for it. So... Uh, I, I do believe it can buy happiness and to to uh, respond to your second part about it being the root of all evil, uh, sure money is the cause of evil in some cases, but I do think that, uh, it, uh, that, that saying that it's the root of all evil is, is a bit of a stretch because um, there are advantages of, of, I mean, there are advantages 
that you can enjoy that are things that you can enjoy because of money i don't think that it's the cause of all evil mm. yeah i kind of agree with that so i feel like i do agree with the money can buy happiness in the sense that money kind of reduces a lot of problems that we have that cause unhappiness and thereby increasing overall satisfaction in life but about the second statement which is money is the root of all evil i feel like money it money is like neutral when you look at it it's not negative or positive but how you use it kind of depends kind of has a negative or positive sense that you give to it so it really depends on how a person uses it but it's more of like something that's neutral just like technology for example or social media i think it 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 i think that's a really good point it's about how you use it and also uh in today's world how you acquire it so oh, when you when you when you talk about money being the root of evil if it's acquired through illegal or dubious uh i mean illegal or questionable methods then i guess that you could say that it is that it is one of the causes of evil in the world but is it the root of all evil uh, which was the original problem statement i did not think so yeah so generally when people have a lot of conflicts in their family due to money and growing up as a child and seeing those conflicts people kind of develop the belief that it is the root of all evil or it causes unhappiness because most conflicts are around money habits um anything regarding money or expenditure and i think that's why people have that belief but it's such an important belief to kind of turn around to have financial success and financial independence in life yeah just wanted to add that in um next question you don't need a college degree to get a job well uh, i do agree that you don't need a college degree to get a job there are plenty of jobs available in the market that you can get without a college degree uh but what a college degree does get you is uh a higher likelihood of actually securing a job that is probably well paying assuming you want a well paying job uh, a college degree uh stands testament to certain skills that uh a recognized education provider has provided you they 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 say this person is legit they have de- they definitely have the knowledge the know how to do certain things so a college degree definitely helps with respect to um someone standing by you uh, and testifying to your abilities to do some things um so even though it is quite useful to have a college degree to get a job i believe that in today's world uh there are other ways to acquire skills um and you can learn on the job you can naturally be talented and i i put that in quotes because i don't think that talent is ever natural or innate to a person it's something that through direct or indirect means people actually uh, acquire um but yeah so so to answer your question yes you don't need a college degree to get a job but uh for certain types of jobs which well it certainly does help if one has a college degree and it increases the chances and likelihood of uh, succeeding in getting a job mm. Yeah that's really well said. I don't have anything to add to that. Um next question if you have a business idea drop out of university and try it. Well uh by all means if if it's logistically possible for you I think that it's something that should be considered if you're uh if you're confident about its success uh if you're confident that you learn something you should uh drop out and and pursue that business idea. But at the same time I think um it's important to 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 realize that not everyone in the world has the same amount of privilege uh, not everyone in the world can afford to drop out and take that risk uh, not everyone in the world will have the same 
social capital, forget the economic capital for a second, but the same social capital to actually help them grow this business idea into something uh, financially prudent and, and viable. So um, if you do have a business idea and if the circumstances are right, that would be my addition. And if the circumstances are right, um, I would say yes, drop out of, or, or drop out of college and, uh, and pursue it. Uh, I think this is an extremely interesting question in light of your previous questions about money being uh, the root of all evil or money can buy happiness because like I said, you do require money in today's um, commodified world to buy virtually anything, even just you know drinking water costs money nowadays. So uh, you do need the money. You do need, um, I mean, whether you need a college degree or not is 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 debatable. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely an interesting question. And my stance would be if you if you have the backing, if you have the privilege, it's something you could consider. If you don't, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I love the point of privilege that you brought up because everyone's born with different resources and different privileges. And so the same advice wouldn't be applicable to all. So that's that's a great point. Our next question is the worst decision is indecision. So just make any decision and go with it. Right. Oh, that's that that's a difficult question. That's quite interesting. Um so I think that. It depends on how important or crucial that decision is. Uh, I feel like with um, with this question especially, uh, it, it's not extremely binary. It's not one and zero. So sometimes indecision may actually be better than making a decision. But I feel like if the if it's a very crucial decision to make, and I'm trying to think of an example over here, um, then I guess that sometimes it is important to make a decision based on whatever information you have based on uh probably the data provided to you or the options that you have and to stick by that decision or it's actually a very different i'm not sure about my answer over here um i i i think it's really contextual and it's it's not something that can be answered uh i, I can't give a blanket response to this because it only depends on the context in which you're answering this question. So what I feel is like the worst decision is indecision could be true in many cases. As you said, I don't think it's true in all cases because it really depends on the importance of the decision. Um, but I also feel like when you when it's a smaller decision, like a decision of smaller importance or lesser importance, then making any decision and then going with it is a better option. Because at that point of time, you're not you're not wasting a lot of time, number one, and also you fail fast that way. Like you just make decisions, you fail fast, you look back and you learn and it doesn't have a lot of risks in your life. So I feel like if it's a decision with lesser importance, then you should, and if, if you're like having, you're struggling with making a decision, decision, then just choose one and go with it and then look back and learn from it if it was the wrong decision and if it was the right decision, then great. So yeah, I think it really depends on like the level of importance of the decision and the extent to which you're indecisive. Like how, how, how much time are you spending being indecisive? So maybe like even setting a boundary that I'm going to like make my decision by the end of this week. I think that's really important. Like that's really helpful for me. Like when I had to make a lot of decisions with regards to my education, which I would like say is like super important for me. I would give myself like a deadline till the end of Friday. I'm going to do all my research, talk to people, um, try to try to get people on calls by Friday because it also depends on other factors and the availability of other people. So there's so many external factors you can't really factor in. But I feel like when you give yourself a deadline, like sufficient amount of time where you feel like you can get 
all that information that you want and then make a decision by this deadline i think that really helps like just keep you on track keep yourself disciplined so that's something that helps me with making decisions because i'm very indecisive um yeah so that that's my answer to that okay last question which is reading self help books and listening to personal growth podcasts help you make better decisions right um uh... honestly i've not listened to many uh, personal growth podcasts it it my, my mode of consumption is more been through uh, digital media reading articles about uh, life and the philosophy of life but i do think that um sometimes the even if it so I, i'll answer from that context rather than answering from the context of personal growth podcasts because that's something i've not really been exposed to but i do believe that sometimes when um when you read different perspectives on uh, on any aspect of life on how to live life and how to make decisions and how to be a more confident person whatever it is uh it it does when you when you realize that there's a new there's a different perspective there's a different way of thinking that may be more um more efficient in order to help you make better life decisions uh i i, I do think that um that that can change the way you think it changes the way that you approach problem solving when it comes to your personal life so from that point of view i do agree that reading any form of media be it uh, self help books or podcast or listening to podcasts uh, it can if if it's the right type of content that you're consuming because there i there are a lot of uh, these personal growth podcasts and self help books out there and probably not all of them are right or probably not all of them are suited uh for you as an individual so if you're reading something that really makes sense for you as an individual it's someone it's from a source that you can trust or you at least you can logic in what the author is trying to say um sometimes it's just good to even if it's just confirming whatever belief you have already it's i, I think helpful because sometimes you have an opinion and you hear someone else giving you the same opinion and you're just like well wow, that's 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 exactly what i was thinking which means that i'm probably right then my decision is therefore right so i do think that consuming some form of media is 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 definitely something that will help uh, in the long run in in making better decisions and uh, and i think just leading a more happy and content life as well mm. yeah so to add on to the last point like i feel having an open mind having an open mind while listening to these podcasts or while reading these books is so important because you do hear or read alternative opinions or perspectives than what you had so it's kind of like being a devil's advocate and trying to understand this alternate opinion which helps you create a growth mindset because if per So the thing is like we have the confirmation bias right we we like to listen to the same kind of information or belief systems that we already believe in to kind of strengthen our belief so when once that we once we've identified that we have this confirmation bias and work towards being a devil's advocate listening to alternative opinions and kind of using logic to decide which one we want to um, implement in our life once we do that it's very helpful to like build that growth mindset and also make better decisions consequently because with a growth mindset you're also open to so many perspectives and paths to your decisions that you don't only consider like one or two you'll have more options and then the way you make the decision is also i feel more structured and more strategic yeah so no, absolutely i think uh, i think that that's also a really good point because you you sort of brought up a point that's 
the opposite of mine, but I was talking more in terms of what, what you termed as uh, a confirmation bias. And you were saying that it's, it's, it's important to have an open mind because sometimes your opinion may also be wrong. And I feel like that, that's something really, uh, that, that's a really good point because you have to have an open mind and at the same time, you should also have a critical thinking mind. So if you critically think about whatever new point of view you listen to or you read about, um, you, you should be able to figure out whether that makes sense or doesn't make sense. So you have to have an open mind to listen, to read, and then you should have a critical thinking mind to decide whether it's something you want to adopt or not. So I think both go hand in hand. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I see your point as well. Yeah, that was well said. Anyways, but those are the end of my questions. Um, it was really enjoyable to have this conversation with you. So thank you for your time here. Thank you. It was great to uh, great to be here. Great, very interesting questions as well. And I quite enjoyed myself. I thank hope you. even our listeners do. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Have a great day. Bye. You too. See you. Bye. Well, that's the end of this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and had some insights to take away. You're listening to Rebel With A Purpose and I'm Pratna signing off.